time for conversations with MIT Medical. Care for the community. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. On campus, MIT has started implementing a series of measures intended to further extend an atmosphere of respect and inclusiveness for all and of greater mutual understanding among community members, regardless of differences in ethnicity, religion, gender, or sexual orientation. My guest today is Dr. Cecil R. Webster, Jr. He is a psychiatrist at MIT Medical. Welcome to the show. Dr. Webster, what do you see happening not only at MIT, but around the country as far as race-based stress and the people that are, you know, feeling this very deeply and the stress is starting to get to them. Absolutely. Um, It is a significant problem in our country at this time. And so I'm very happy that you you asked this question. Uh, Race in America holds a lot of power. Uh, One of the biggest biggest reflections of this power is our relative lack of discussion about race in America. And if we do discuss it, it's often deeply uncomfortable for individuals and for groups, obviously. Uh, Certainly, we see reflections of this in our country in 2017. Um, It only takes a casual observer to see the increase in number of uh, race or ethnicity-based crimes in America or um, active discrimination that may occur, um, whether it be in legal settings or in educational settings or other places. So essentially, we have something that has a lot of power in America right now and a relative lack of discussion about it. So how does that translate here to MIT? Uh, many of our students, grad students, postdocs, um, and other people, uh, we've lived in a world that has had a significant impact uh, as it relates to race, but paradoxically, uh, many people have not had places to discuss it. So one of the things I hear very often from our students especially is that, you know, like, oh, I feel very isolated. Uh, This is uh, something that I can't talk to my PI about. Uh, My friends don't really get it. Uh, This is something that many MIT students have felt. So not only the stress of having to deal with these uh, these national issues or local issues, but also the fact that they don't have or don't feel like they have uh, a space to discuss it with other people and have it be heard or acknowledged. So uh, further, this is a university setting, and uh, MIT is a very high-powered institution in which uh, requires a lot of our, our students. So there is often this perception or at least an emphasis of productivity versus acknowledging one's personhood whether that is the direct experience uh, with somebody or um, an indirect experience with their friends, um, just having the experience of having to neglect or feeling like we have to neglect a part of our personhood can be just stressful in and of itself. So um, on a national level, not being able to have these, dis- these discussions about race in America leads to a lot of stress on the individual level, especially here at, in a university setting. So what do you think you can do about this? Is it starting the discussions, Dr. Webster? Is it continuing these? Is it meeting with the individuals who do feel, you know, that that they are the victims of this and having them be able to talk to somebody about some of these stressful situations? And if it's about the conversation, how do you get people to start that conversation and to be civil with each other when discussing it? Yeah, that's that's a that's a great question and, and a question that many people have done a lot of work around. Um, I don't think any of us have all of the answer, but I think if we work with one another, we can certainly get a lot closer. 
As it relates to MIT, there are two basic levels that we can work. One is on the individual level, and the second is on the university level. Let me touch on the university level for a moment, and then I'll go back to the individual level. On the university level, uh, we've had, for example, the uh, recommendations by the Black Student Union and Black Graduate Student Association back in 2015 about uh, what may be helpful in supporting our students of color here. Uh, the Institute has taken this up. Uh, there are many new programs to include my own role here at MIT Medical in order to directly address the needs, uh, the particular needs and unique needs of some of our populations here uh, that are racial and ethnic minorities. Also, it's a part of the Institute's mission. Um, so having a top-down approach about a cultural shift with the Institute is also very important. Um, so having uh, one's uh, PI, for example, or having one's professor acknowledge and know that this is their responsibility to make sure that all of our students are well taken care of is something that the Institute has done a lot of work toward. We obviously have a long way to go as an Institute, uh, but at least we've gotten a good running start. On the individual level, it's a, it's a little more difficult and a bit more nuanced. Um, this is something that we work uh, very closely with, with our students that come here to mental health and counseling. This is something that we work with uh, other student groups or institute groups. And this is something that we work on a larger level with uh, some of our providers here and staff and getting training. But with our individuals, the biggest thing I would say is not to isolate. Isolation kills our self-esteem, it kills our ideas of self-worth, and with disconnection and isolation, it can really feel like no one knows about you or your experience. Um, so one of the things that I always uh, relate to other people is you've got to talk about it. Uh, there are a wide variety of reasons why that's a very difficult thing in America, especially right now. Um, but if we don't discuss it, it sort of sits there and festers and can create more problems than uh, we may need uh, or can bear. Also, if you um, feel quite isolated, discussing with other people can really acknowledge, oh, okay, you know, I'm, I'm not going crazy. This, this is my experience. Other people have had it too. Um, and so just being able to acknowledge the difficulties um, in one's experience can be very important. So lowering our isolation can be very important. The second part um, that I often talk about on an individual level is making sure that we have the capacity for these discussions. So let's say, for example, you have been working in your lab for the last 18 hours or you've had a major problem set due and you haven't had any but four hours of sleep and somebody makes a comment about, oh, are you, are you here to uh, pick up the trash? Like somebody assumes that you're a janitor or something. If you're running on fumes, that may not be the best opportunity to have a discussion about how a comment like that may impact uh, your, your emotional well-being. But, for example, if you talk to a friend about it, like, hey, I've, I've had this weird interaction with one of my colleagues. They thought uh, that I was a janitor. Um, and this friend can say, oh, yes, the same person did, did that to me. Um, maybe it'll be that you're in a better position to be able to talk with other people that can make a difference. So, for example, one's PI or a professor or other thing, uh, other thing like that. So, Dr. Um, Webster, and along those same lines, because you're speaking about that ability to feel that other people are in this with you and that you're not alone. And as far as like hearing all voices, do you think that the protests that are cropping up at, at universities around the country help people who are feeling this race-based stress 
to feel more included because the protests seem to support them? Or what do you think that those kinds of big group gatherings, do they do they make them more fearful or do they make them feel like somebody is hearing their voice and there are people willing to stand out and say this is wrong? Well, maybe it, it can have a variety of responses. One, it can uh, ideally help people feel like there is a sense of community uh, that have a shared set of values and goals and working toward a similar goal. So in that way, um, these upcroppings of uh, demonstrations or sit-ins or what have you can be very, very good. Um, on the other side of it, it can also help raise awareness for people that may not have any knowledge that there may be a difficulty or a problem in a certain area. Um, so that can also be very useful. Being visible is a great way for people to understand um, sort of a, a more nuanced view or at least um, want uh, to potentially discover more about what the issue may be. Um, in a complicated way, um, Hopefully, that may lead more to individual discussions about what the goals are, what the problems are, uh, and matters like that, um, uh, generally speaking. So wrap it up for us, Dr. Webster. It's such an important topic, really important for people to hear and for people to feel that they are included and that we are all looked at as equals. So Wrap it up for us with your best advice about recognizing this type of race-based stress that people are feeling, not only at MIT, but all over the country right now, and what you want them to know as a psychotherapist about the ways that they can deal with this, and specifically at MIT Medical. Well, I, I will say, in general, people of color often bear the burden of having others' assumptions about them, and not always being seen as a whole person. So... In general, I would say that making sure that we take care of our whole person is paramount. So if that means um, taking care of your whole person is making sure that you get lunch, <laughs> or if taking care of your whole person is making sure that you stay connected with friends or family, do that. The other part of it is is making sure that we stay well-connected with our bodies. So paying attention to when we feel stressed or stressed out or overwhelmed or anxious or worried or excited or elated. All of those things are very important. Um, being able to reflect on how our bodies feel and how they are, that, those are great ways to give us guidance about what is happening in front of us. For example, uh, if we don't acknowledge that you know, your heart is racing and you're feeling flush and your hands are shaking, if you don't acknowledge that, that may be harder for one to acknowledge that there's a difficult experience that they're experiencing now. And then the other thing I would say is making sure that we have the capacity to have these discussions and conversations. If you don't have it in that moment, don't have it in that moment. That just leads to um, heated interactions. But if you can purposely make sure that you have more emotional capacity to have a difficult conversation, uh, that can be that can be very important. Thank you so much for being with us today and for all your good work. You're listening to Conversations with MIT Medical. And for more information, you can go to medical.mit.edu. That's medical.mit.edu. This is Melanie Call. Thanks so much for listening.